The following is a Just Green production brought to you by the Might Be News Network. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Might Be Brews, the inaugural episode, season one, episode one. (laughs) The pilot. The pilot. My name is John, a.k.a. Johnny Box, a.k.a. Father Box, if you're a fan of the Might Be News Network. And uh, let me introduce my partner in crime, Steve. My name is Steve. What's up, everybody? I do not have any AKs yet. (laughs) We'll try and get some throughout the first episode here. And uh, and always the man behind the board, El Presidente of MBN Network, my brother Taylor. What's up, brother? What's up, everybody? And just so you know, I know zero Taylors. So yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to call you Tyler at least four times. I have That's a bunch okay. of Tylers. I have no Taylor. That's okay. You, cool. can call me, you can call me Taylor. You can call me Green. Some people call me Buddha. It's there's a bunch. All right. I, got, I got some AKAs. We're going to work on you too. <laughs> get it. We'll get there. Uh, just to start off, please follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, our handle is at might be brews. Uh, make sure you follow the network. Also check out the website, mbnnetwork.com and might be news two, four, seven might be news 24, seven, uh, wherever you're from, if you're already an MBN listener, or if you're just brand new checking us out, we sincerely thank you for spending a few minutes with us. So uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Let's get it cracking. I think in a sentence, Might Be Brews is going to be our adventure in craft beer. That's a great sentence. Great sentence. Um, so I think first, Steve, if it's all right, we should talk about how we first met. Absolutely. So uh, I guess the very first the the essence comes from beer nerds comes from beer nerds uh beer nerds if you don't know there's an awesome facebook page that's um that started out local i believe in our area um there's some cool people that run it and um and it's a really cool um community of of cool people so uh i used to host a monthly bottle share uh in downingtown pennsylvania at a place called frank's and we had a um we, we would do that once a month, get a bunch of people together and share some really cool beers. And Steve was there every, I think you were there every time. I, you? I think you and I were the only ones that hit every single month. Every single one. So um, we're also big fans of podcasts. Absolutely. So we would always talk about that. So I think it's only natural that we ended up here. But um, and just to put it out there, we are not craft beer experts. Not by we're, any stretch of the imagination. We're not pretending to be. I want to put that out there. The way I look at it is we love craft beer. And we want to learn more about craft beer. And we just want to share the experience with everybody else out there. So uh, that's kind of our mission and our plan with this. And s- some of the people that I've met, just like John, through the beer community, it really is a community. It's some of the greatest people out there. Uh, just this upcoming Sunday, I'm going to a fundraiser for a buddy of mine. And I put out there on Beer Nerds, hey, I'm putting, putting together some raffle baskets. Anybody got some beers? Five or six people that I've never met before. Hey, here's some beers. $30, $40 beers Yep. that I can put in this raffle basket and try and make some bucks for my buddy's uh, medical bills. And it's just great people like that that you meet all over the place. Absolutely. The it's such a cool community. I love just being able to go into like any um, of our local like craft beer establishments, and you're always going to strike up an awesome conversation with somebody. Without even trying. Without even trying. So I, I think to start off, why, why don't we talk about our first what got you into craft beer 
So there's a couple different roads I really, I guess I really went down. The one of the first one is so I turned 21 in 1997. So that's right around the time Victory was starting to get a little bit big. Okay. We would go to Victory just as we'd go to any other bar because we were 21 and going to as many bars as we could and get the Brandywine Valley Lager. Oh, I never even heard of that. That was like, you do want to talk about an OG beer. Like <laughs> right. That's back in the day. And we were only drinking it just because it was a lager. And we knew Yingling Lager. We knew we drank that, so we tried this other lager. Sure. And then we discovered Golden Monkey. <laughs> and And it was always... Yo, this beer is so strong. They'll only let you have two of them. Yeah. I don't know if that was ever actually true. Did you ever hear that? I had heard that before. I don't know if it was ever true, but uh, one time we had a Halloween party and we decided to get a keg of Golden Monkey. (laughs) And this is everybody in college age, you know? Oh, nice. Party started 930, 11 o'clock. It was over Oh, because everybody was just tanked (laughs) off the monkey. That's probably like you, you could argue if that's true. The two beer thing at the brewery, that's like early uh, beer hype. Oh, yeah. You know, like that's the the, um, the the reputation precedes the beer itself. People are just excited because it's like, oh, we have to have that because they only let you have two. It's oh, so crazy. Let's get in it. Oh, that's so neat. And that, that kind of opened my eyes to, well, it's more than just yellow fizzy tasting beer. Sure, There's yeah. many different flavors out there. And then I kind of didn't really get into it for a while, um, probably until about 2008, 2009. A neighbor okay. of mine was, hey, you got to try this. Hey, you got to try that. And he introduced me to a Belgian beer from Golden Corrales called Cuvi uh, uh, von Kaiserblau, which oh. if you look at the label, we called it the Blue Knight because there's a picture of a Blue Knight on there. Okay. And I tasted this beer and I was like, the different flavors and layers that you got it was blowing my mind that this was a beer and right. that really was my gateway to open that up and really want to discover want to go taste i want to taste that i want to taste that i want to taste that i want to figure out what all these different flavors are different styles right be able to experience all this yeah that's awesome how about you where what was your early craft beer memories so taylor knows being my brother man I, it, if I don't know, maybe six, seven years ago, I, I was not even into beer. I was straight Jack and Cokes or like Twisted Teas. That's it. Yo, if somebody <laughs> handed me. Getting wild. Some, twisted yeah. Teas. Dude, I would go to his place for like a cookout or something and it's just stocked. Cases. Twisted Tea everywhere. What's the other one? The Jack the Daniel flavors. Spikers. Yeah, yeah I, didn't, I never had those, I don't think. But yeah, that was my scene, man. I was into that. And then. um. And I wanted to like beer, but every time I'd have like a Miller Lite or whatever, I was just, oh, I don't really like it. I can't get into it. So I remember I was at a uh, a Phillies game. You know, it's it's 105 degrees, and I sip a line in Kugel Summer Shandy and was like, ooh, this is a beer that I like. And that that kind of started things. There was a good year or two that I was like always drinking Blue Moon and Shock Tops. And, and that kind of at least started getting me up. And then... Um, I remember my buddy Joey K. Joe, if you're listening, shout out Joey K. We um he took me out to Station Tap Room and we sat at the bar and he was there for Hop Slam and I didn't know anything oh, about craft yeah. beer. And um he's like, You should try sculpin. 
And I had a scope in from Ballast Point and was just like, holy cow, there's so much going on here. So much flavor. It's um, it's just delicious. And and then from that point on, I was just like, what's something else that, that has this much flavor? For some reason, that flipped a switch and I was hooked. See, that's, that's weird because IPAs, that was one of the last beers that I got into. I got into the Belgians. I got into the Wheats lagers pilsners i got into all that stuff yeah but ipas never got to me my neighbor was like you gotta get into these ipas I'm like, ah it's too bitter i can't he said give it a week so i oh. said okay so I, the one year i went on vacation we go down to ocean city maryland and i said i'm drinking i'm not drinking anything but ipas mm-hmm. and as i tasted more i i start well i kind of like this flavor of that one i don't like that or I could start to pick apart. Oh, that's kind of fruity, tropical, or or grassy, earthy kind of tones, and and then I started to appreciate the IPAs, and now I'm an IPA guy, and I have yeah. a and I have a dog named Ippa for IPA. So <laughs> that's now awesome. that's that's where it's at for me. That is awesome. Yeah, I I think that Sculpin set me off, and I remember going to Wegmans as often as possible with like a, getting a mixed six pack and just whatever, trying all this uh, different stuff, and um, you know. I, it just became a hobby. So you, I, so you never had like you were never a Miller Lite guy or just no. I never had a phase of that. And anytime somebody tried to give me a Natty Light, uh, Bud Light, whatever it is, um, I just never liked it. And it just kind of jumped from like Blue Moon Shock Top type beers, you know, Lime and Kugel, whatever, just straight to IPAs. And then you know, I never looked back. And it's not that I have an issue or anything wrong with those beers, but. Now when I have them, they're they're too sweet or too, you know, singular or whatever. You know what I mean? I'm 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 looking now for those compact complex flavors and things. That's funny. Looking back on beer memories, just as we're talking about, it, I'm like, what was the first beer memory that I really have? Right. And it was definitely my job as a youngster. I'm talking six, seven, eight years old, was to go get my dad's beer. Right. He had its little <laughs> shed at the back of our house, and he had the little beer fridge, and he drank schlitz no shit schlitz out of 16 ounce returnable bottles <laughs> so That's my crazy. job was to go get a beer open it and bring it out to him yeah and then one day i was like i gotta i gotta i gotta taste this yep and i i took a quick sip you know and i was like oh my god what is this and i walk in and my dad grabs his beer and he looks at it and he plucks me in the head and he said, <laughs> don't drink my beer. I'm sure he could tell as soon as he grabbed yeah, well, yeah, it. Exactly. So the, and, and he could probably see the the two inches or whatever of the neck that yep. was down. And I was like, how did he know that I drank his beer? I couldn't figure it out. So the next time I said, let me try and drink it faster. <laughs> so I probably shook the bottle yep. up and it was probably oh, foaming up. I come out, everywhere. he plucks me in the head again. What I tell you? That's, that's funny talking about memories that, yeah. that come back to you. Yep. Yeah, that you know what that just reminded me of is I remember thinking at a young age that beer just wasn't for me because Taylor, if you remember, it was like Thanksgiving or something. We were young, and our grandparents had us, uh, you know, whatever kind of beer on tap in the basement. And I remember all the cousins would would pass the beer around and drink it and be no problem. And then I would drink it and go like I just couldn't handle the yeah. taste. And then and then I'd hand it to you and you would chug the rest of it like yeah. I'm ready for more. Yep. But that just had me convinced that maybe I just can't handle the the flavor profile of of beer in general. And it probably wasn't anything crazy, but, you know, Miller Lite. I don't even remember what it was, but I do remember growing up with you just wondering to myself if you would ever 
like beer. Yeah, like I, I was just like, well, it's just not for him. And that's fine. Because, <laughs> you know, like I then at that point, I would just pretty much drink whatever. There was like very few stuff that I wouldn't drink. And then, uh, but I never really knew what IPAs were back then. Like I just, yeah, it was Nobody beer, did. beer, just yep, lager, just beer. Uh, Miller Lite, you know, whatever. So, yeah. And then I then IPA started coming out, and I was like, "Oh yeah, new beer! I'll try new beer." And then I was like, yeah. <laughs> "Weirdo beer." That's weirdo what I call beer. It. Weirdo beer. Call it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like on your I'm I'm your uh, non uh, beer nerd uh, liaison here. I'm I'm over here just. I'll try. I'll try the beers that you try. We know that liaison. J- just so people listening, if you're a fan of, of craft beer, you get an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing an episode of Taylor's podcast, Might Be News, and one of the segments early on is I brought uh, like a handful of beers for everybody to try. So, and, and you didn't ease them into no, it I, at all. <laughs> I think I brought Hetty Topper. Um, maybe it was Hayes from uh, from yep. Treehouse, and then I brought a. I think I brought a Bourbon a County. Bourbon County. It was like a sixteen or seventeen Bourbon County. So it was. It was. <laughs> I did not ease them into it. Straight the, to the their reactions. You know, they thought it was for the most part the most disgusting thing you guys had had it looked and tasted like i was drinking tar yeah like straight up so just so everybody that's listening knows as you know steve and i are going to try a few beers and uh and he's trying them you know he's here for that uh <laughs> you know that, that that non-beer nerd reaction just so, for the entertainment so everybody that like doesn't get into these kind of beers i feel you i'm with yeah. you I'm, maybe I'm, we'll convert them take one for the team i'm really excited to see like I'm I'm wondering if something is just magically going to be like, whoa! Well, like this is um, amazing. I've had you and I have gone to a couple different breweries, yeah, and um, they're I like pilsners. Yep, I like um, you know, the lighter beers. Sure, doesn't you know? And IPAs have have grown on me. And oh, as soon as out. that as soon as that happened, then they then the double IPAs started becoming popular. <laughs> right. I'm just like, well, you know, that's yep. not for me, but. I like stouts. Um, I like that stuff yeah. here and there. But well, perfect transition. Some of them Happy are just, stout day. So, Happy yeah, stout day. Yeah, boom. November 1st. Yeah. So um, we brought a couple stouts. I figured let's go ahead and crack one and uh, and get into this. What, what did you bring, Steve? We're going to do yours first. I brought a Tired Hands. This is the only void double strawberry milkshake IPA stout. <laughs> and so there's obviously a lot going on here. I'm not quite sure what to expect from this. Thing. Okay. So you haven't had it yet. I have not had it yet. Awesome. I haven't talked to anybody that's had it because I didn't want to, I didn't want my opinion tainted. Taylor. Grab oh, oh, sorry. That's all right. So, um, have you had a lot of only voids before? Like I've had variants? the regular only void. I've had yep. the coffee ones. Um, I definitely haven't had a milkshake one. I don't know if they've done no. a milkshake one. Yeah, this was the first I've heard. I mean, I've heard them doing the milkshake IPAs and all that stuff, but all right. Clank, clank, <laughs> Cheers. Clank. Cheers. Cheers. Happy Stout Day. Happy Stout Day. Yeah. <laughs> Cling. This looks like molasses. Mm. It's definitely got that thick mouthfeel that I ah! really enjoy from a stout. <laughs> ah! Oh, my God. See, the one cool thing about these weirdo beers is that they have really cool labels, most of them. A tired Hands does definitely go out for a lot of the artwork on their yeah. hands. They See, if I was of- going to go like get a random six-pack of some shit that I had no idea about, I would just 
go by the coolest labels. And if I hated the beard, be like, well, whatever. At least it looks cool. I definitely, when I was in the go to Wegmans and get a mixed six pack stage, I would go for names. If it had a cool name, something catchy, I would go for it. I remember Chinooky IPA. I was like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's hilarious. I got to get that. Not even knowing that that was a flavor of hop. Right. Yeah. Just a funny name. Like, oh, that's a funny name. We got to go for that. Dude, I'm so notorious for getting burned on a cool label. You know, a pounder can with a sweet label and it's some kind of crazy looking IPA and it, you know, da da da, juicy this or whatever. I'm like, oh, I'm into that. Let's get get it. And like, there's uh, malt bombs or whatever it is. It's not good. But let me, uh, let me take a sip here. This I, is a catch and release for me, honestly. Ugh. This one's rugged. But see now, let's 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 discuss the palette. Let's, let's try and get into what kind of flavors are you getting? Are you getting any kind of chocolate? Any kind of coffee? A little bit of like coffee, definitely. It's like that bitterness. Mm-hmm. It's got that that little bite to it. It's got like the aftertaste is definitely coffee. I feel I, like I just drank a whole cup of coffee. I feel like I'm getting a smidge of the strawberry, but not a lot. Yeah. I feel like the strawberry's ruining not, it for me. I'm not there's getting like, any strawberry. There's a there's a flat there's a flat sweetness that I think is the strawberry trying to come through. So like when I'm when I drink it, I almost feel like it's like a like a watered down kind of introductory taste that I'm getting, and then it and then it ends really heavy and and um. And and like roasted like on the back of my tongue that just lingers until I take another sip. But you know what kind of strawberry I'm almost getting? Like a strawberry Nesquik kind of strawberry flavoring. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely in there, but it's um I don't know for for me it's just not hitting the uh, the mark. I I for I I think I always never know like what to say is balanced or unbalanced or whatever i throw that term out all the time but for me i feel like it's not the 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 mouth feels not there it feels light and and I, I hate saying watery but it just feels light on the front end that's kind of ruined by this weird strawberry flavor and then this just heavy heavy roastness is sitting on the back of my tongue i just i don't know i wonder how this is going to do as it warms up will any of that strawberry come out more yeah will what coffee do you- come out more how do you feel about about temperatures? Is that do you do you like to? Is there a certain way you like to enjoy beers or different styles at certain temperatures? It depends on the style. Definitely stouts. I do like to have it be a little bit warmer. That it, I, I feel like it kind of opens up and presents more. Yeah, more different flavors. I completely agree with that. I think, um, but but I I enjoy. I always refrigerate them before I have them. I can't. So I have like them, to start cold. I can't have them all the way room temp yet. And I know there's right. people that do, but that's I I got to have that chill to it. Yeah, I like to start out nice and cold, get a few sips in, let it warm up, and then probably a lot of it ends up getting getting had um you know consumed at at a decent room temperature, or just under. But I don't know, man. I'm not. It, it amazes me, like just sitting here listening to you guys talk about this stuff. When I go, when I went to, I went to one bottle share. Maybe maybe two. Yeah, I think like, you came to one or two. I, I don't believe two. I don't remember you. And I, I, we had we had a stout there too. Somebody passed something, and oh, oh, there was always they give it to me, and I, I, I take a drink, I take a sip, whatever, and I'm watching everybody, and I don't say anything because I, I think it was gross, you know. I thought it was really bad, and <laughs> somebody, somebody I had no idea that they're just swirling it around, and just like, oh, the chocolate is just unbelievable. I'm just like, I tasted 
butthole. <laughs> There's no chocolate in that. Like I just like was listening to him talk about it. I'm just like, what are you guys talking about? I don't understand. I hear you. I I, I don't think that I have it's necessarily cool, the the most re- refined palate, and and I feel weird even trying to describe the stuff. So take it with a grain of salt. I mean, I'm going to do the best I can. Well, what's cool about it is that, stuff, it, is that it, it, it it's just nobody's palate's the same. Obviously, that's true. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, you guys are going to like something that I like. For example, you liked uh, Twisted Tea, and nobody else really liked Twisted Tea. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? So like, um, you know, something for everybody. And, and what you pick up isn't right or wrong. No. No. Yeah. And I don't know if it happens to you, but for me, like, I'll have the same beer two days in a row and have a completely different experience. Or a beer will taste different after you've had something else. Yeah, that's true. If I've had a different beer beforehand, it might affect the flavors. If I've eaten spicy food or something else, it might totally present differently to what you're what you're tasting at the moment. What would you pair with this? What we just had? Well, that's a good question. I'm a bad beer pairer yeah it's that's tough i I don't really get into pairing with food and stuff all that much this definitely wouldn't go with chicken in my opinion well i i do have some leftover halloween candy i bet you it would actually pair well with candy i think so too this kind of might go go with like like a barbecue something yeah i I think you're on the right track you know the darker barbecue something it depends man because a lot of it's for me weather related yeah when it's hot out, really hot in the middle of the summer, I want something light, you know, a session this or a, you know, a Pilsner, maybe like a light goes or something like that. Those I'm really into. And then most of the time I'm an IPA guy. Yeah. Pale Ale, IPA, double IPA, somewhere in there. That's what I'm what, what I usually go for. And then it's not until I do a bottle share or something like that that I'm really trying other styles. But then when it cools down, I'm going stouts. Stouts are definitely winter time yeah stouts or or football watching yes it's i I do a lot of my drinking in my basement so i'll go down to the basement watch the eagles game definitely uh sam smith's oatmeal stout Mm. and football to me is like the the day is just a little too cool you got your sweatshirt on you're watching your eagles football having that stout that's Mm. that's stout weather to me and I, I remember it's it effed up, but like I was, there was this morning that that I'll I'll never forget that I went out on my back deck, and it was just, <laughs> it was just uh, Taylor's Taylor just cracked up some uh opened up some Halloween candy. Yeah, I just paired this with chocolate and it works. Yeah, it works. Yeah, it's pretty oh, good. Works good for you. Yeah, it's all right. All right good What'd stuff. You go, did you go Snickers? Uh, I got a Milky you Way. Go, you went Milky. You went nougat. You got Snickers. Yeah. I got, I got Snickers. Twix. So I just I just remember this morning where um, I go outside. It's like a fall, maybe early winter morning. The sun's out and it's bright and it's a clear day, but it's still chilly. And it was just like perfect. And it must have been like 10 in the morning. And I just decided to crack a stout and sit on the back deck with the sun on me. And it was just like the perfect thing. And I was like, this this is the perfect start to a day. But uh, but I just I love stouts with that kind of weather. We may have had a couple stouts at the uh, while watching the Eagles game at uh, nine thirty in the morning last week. May, yeah. may have, may have. That was a great excuse. Oh yeah. Oh, because the game was in London. Yep. yep. We started early. I agree. It is. It goes really well with yeah. the chocolate. That's not bad at all. I mean, I still, you know, I, I, it brings my rating up for the beer a little bit, for sure. Like, how would you guys rate that beer that you just had? What is it called? Tiny hands. What is it? 
Tiny hands. Tiny hands. That's, that's <laughs> That'll the make everybody beer. happy. <laughs> yeah, the president beer. Um, that's on uh, tired hands. Tired hands. So they're in Ardmore, Pennsylvania. Okay. They've gotten really popular. I um, I'm just speaking off of um, what what I think or what I've interpreted. They're a very um experimental company. Where they do a lot of experimental stuff. They um, they came out with a really popular IPA line called Milkshake IPAs. And that's what this is. This is a this double is a strawberry. Stout, but it's a it's a yeah, it's a play on that. So they do all these like fruit flavored milkshake IPAs, and that's really helped put them on the map, I believe. And do you know where that came from? The milkshake IPA. I kind of think I heard a story, but if you know it, go ahead. It's the the beer advocate guys. There's these guys called the Bros that go around and they run the site and they go to different breweries and they'll uh, rate beers and talk about them and. They had their regular pale ale, which is called Hop Hands, which is unfiltered. It's it's very cloudy. And in their review, they said, you know, beer shouldn't look like a milkshake. Wow. So they got together. Tired Hands got together with Omnipalo Brewing uh-huh. and just went all in. If we're going to call our beer a milkshake, we're going to make some milkshakes. And then they started with the strawberry milkshakes and mm. And all the different flavors. They call it their culinary IPA series. Okay. Huh. Now, I'm a big fan of Hop Hands. Love Hop Hands. Like, that's a go-to for me. You know, if I'm not sure or whatever, like, anytime I take my wife to uh, Station Tap Room or Bottle Room, she's getting that every time. If I'm looking at my favorite pale ales, it's Hop Hands or Zombie Dust. That's yep. my favorite pale ales that are out there. Yep. Yeah. Fantastic beers. But I just, I never got into any of the milkshakes. And I'm not a tired hands hater or a lover or anything. They're they're a great local brewery to me. But you know, to be honest, this beer here, this only void, I mean, I'm gonna be like fours. I'm I think I might like it. Or are we going out of five? We going I was going out of ten. We're going out of ten. <laughs> I was wow. going out of a four out of ten. What we just had? What we just had. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I probably agree with that. I think I <laughs> I think I like it a little bit more than you. I'd probably go if we're going out of ten, I'd probably go in the Seven seven point five range. Really? Yeah, okay. I wouldn't search it out again. It's one of those things where I've had a great only void before. I know I have this one. Just I don't know if it's my palate today, whatever you want to call it, but it's not doing it for me. I definitely am interested. I had I got one of each of them, so there were five different variants. Okay. Um, the one I was most interested in was the rice pudding and sticky toffee pudding only void. Okay. Um, just because in my head I pictured caramel and sweetness and. Mm-hmm. And having that interplay with the coffee, I think, would be pretty tasty. Yeah, that's awesome. My uh, shout out to my boy Dave for picking me up the uh, the mixed five pack there. Awesome. Um, speaking of stouts, um, is it tomorrow or is it next week that they're releasing CBS? CBS is November second. Yes, yeah, so that's tomorrow. That's today, today in the time space continuum, uh. as you always say on the NBN network. But um. Did you see that they took the Mountie off the label? How can the Mounties be mad about being on such a good beer? That was know. my question. I don't know. And they, they've done it for, for how long? I mean, I know it's just now the last couple of years really getting out everywhere and not like a local release. But So for those that don't know the story, CBS is a stout that's put out by founders. It is a maple. It's aged in maple barrels. I don't want to say it wrong. Is it maple barrels that also had whiskey in them? I think they're, or they're whiskey, whiskey barrels or bourbon that barrels had, that that either have. I'm not sure. Well, there's a either way. There's maple in it. 
Um, there's yeah, maple sure. flavor yep. to it. So they called it Canadian breakfast out and they had a picture of a uh, royal mounted police guy on top of a horse. Okay. So when they're coming out with this year's, I guess they submitted the label and the, the mounted police were like, we don't want to be on there anymore. So they, so the new picture is just this horse up in the air with nobody on it. Huh. Yeah. They just literally removed the Mountie and it just has the horse on it. So wow, it's kind of interesting. I wonder if that's going to throw anybody off if they're like looking for the beer and looking for the, the Mountie and, yeah. and they just walk right past the bottle. Well, that'd be nice because I'm not going to get out early tomorrow. So if there's any laying around tomorrow afternoon, I'll, I'll definitely try and pick one. We'll up. see. I might try to might be might be a collector's item because it's the first one without maybe or keeping keeping the a couple bottles of the ones that have them the mounted i have one i have one from was it last year or two years i think i have two from last year but um, you just saved yeah full bottles of beer yeah so he doesn't even understand the aging thing that that might be another another day that's a topic that's a topic we can talk on for a while (laughs) (laughs) we could do a tour of my cellar that's awesome what do you think? You want to take a break and uh, we'll come back and crack a uh, a new one for me, uh, believe it or not. Being from Downingtown with victory in our backyard, literally, I have never had Storm King Stout. I was shocked when I got the text message that you have never had Storm King. Immediately, the blinking, what are you talking about emoji just just jumped right out of my phone back at you i can't believe that you haven't had a storm king yet i'm looking forward to you trying it. yeah so i'm excited myself so i think we're going to take a quick break and finish up these uh in my opinion terrible only voids and uh, we'll be right back in a minute check out relatable radio on the might be news network on itunes and soundcloud new episodes every tuesday oh uh this is a mom confession all right, I forgot to pick Landon up from school. <laughs> only one day? That's one only- day. Okay. All right, but I was at the bus stop. I forgot to pick him up at school. So you were so making I an was- It's not like you were out partying. Right, right. Were- yeah. This is ruined. Mm-hmm. And it's bringing up... You know, he in 30 years, he's going to bring that up to you. It was awful. Like, it was 30 minutes late, and the teacher's like, oh, I told him you were late because you were probably going back to school night for your kindergarten. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Yes! <laughs> Yes, that's so nice. Oh. That's exactly why I was late. I wasn't watching Ellen. No. no of course no, not. No, I didn't make coffee and sit on the couch. No, not at all. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Might Be Brews. Taylor, John, I'm Steve. Uh, John just took a trip up uh, up to New York. Yes, I was in Syracuse the last few days for work. Cool spot. Yeah, it was pretty neat. Um, I'm jealous. You get to travel around a little bit. I'm a little bit more local area. You get to branch out a little bit, yeah. try some different stuff. You know, it's really neat. When I first started, um, I've been in this job a little over a year. And even before that, I started traveling a little bit. But um, I used to try to find breweries all the time. And then I found out that I would strike out sometimes. I would go to a brewery and get a flight of so-so beer, let's say. And whatever, it's always nice to try stuff and you never know until you try it. But I realized when I travel, I usually only have a small window to get out and do something. So I started looking up like, what's a good craft beer pub? Like, I want to find a place like the Bottle Room in every town. 
Because they're probably going to have the good local stuff anyway. Yes, they'll have good local stuff and they'll have a good selection of it. So right. I don't have to get stuck with just the breweries. So that's kind of what I've uh, gone after. So um, I was looking up on my phone. I ended up at a place right down the street from my hotel. It was called um, the Evergreen. And it's this really nice little bar. They had food. You know, they had liquor and everything else too. But it had really, um, I think they maybe had in the neighborhood of 20 taps. And um, I got a little mini flight there. I had uh, a, a, a brewery I don't think I've had before, um, LIC Beer Project. I believe that's for Long Island City. Okay. So that's a New York brewery. I had a um, uh, double IPA, 9%, called Wild Style. Uh, I rated it four and a half. It was pretty good on Untapped. Wild Style. Was that a, a Bill and Ted's? Was that a Wild Stallions? That's what they were. Okay, the, yeah, I'm not band. sure. I, you know, I looked, um, there, there wasn't, you know, it, it was on tap. I didn't have any artwork to look at or, or really any background. In what year are we going to just run out of names for beer? I don't know. It's going to happen, question. right? It's, it's got to. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think about that sometimes. Are we going to run out of, uh, run out of, uh, beer names? I, I, so, somebody will, will keep being creative, like, like Free Will, how they keep, uh, tagging off of that, uh, Lego movie. Oh, I didn't they know have, they did that. Like um, the Craggle. Oh, is, that's a Lego movie. Is, it's from the Lego movie, uh, Crazy Glue. Uh, you can't see all the letters, but they call it Craggle because that's Crazy Glue. Um, uh, what is it? The Business Guy. I forget what. The, I never. What my name kids is. never did the Lego. Lord movie. Business. Oh, it's such a good movie. You would like it. I would definitely check it out. All right. Um, Brewing Company. I had another New England IPA, six percent, called Doctor Ellsworth. I rated that around four. That was good. Um, Lawson's Finest had a super session number uh, seven. Can't go wrong with the super sessions. Can't go wrong with anything from Lawson's. Yeah, that's true. They just opened up a uh, a new uh, brewery bar, I believe. It looks great. It looks awesome. I'd if, love to go up. I'd love to go up. They have that triple sunshine in cans. Mm, I've never had that. Have you? I've had double, but I haven't had triple. I don't think I've had double. Oh. I think I've had sip of sunshine a couple times. Um. You know, that, that gets released in cans around here every once in a while. Right. Double is really good. Yeah. Oh, did I not log the other ones? That might be a violation Shoot. if you didn't log them yeah, all. Yeah, I thought I logged them all. Maybe I did it on uh, on the Instagram. But anyway, the place was really neat. Um, I really liked the vibe of it. It was small. The people were really nice. Um, you know, I just like going into a place and be like, hey, I'm from Pennsylvania. I'm from out of town, like, you know, what's good, what's local, recommend me stuff. And they do. And and most times I'm not disappointed. I'm real happy with it. I wonder if you'll walk into one of these places one time and not say that you're from Pennsylvania and they'll be like, hey, try this Levante Cloudy and Cumbersome. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> right. You never know. Um, the other one that I had was a uh, it's called No Track Shoot. No Track Suits. Okay. And it was a, a stout. I forget what the percentage was, but it was delicious. And I think it was a collab. Um, breweries I'd never heard of. Well, industrial arts I've heard of. I've heard of industrial that. arts. Mm -hmm. um, Laughing Hill or Loaf. Loaf. I'm gonna mess that up, and somebody's gonna get mad at me. And a Thin Man Brewery. But um, I'm gonna try every time I travel. Every time that I'm checking beers in or trying new stuff, I'm gonna post them on our social media. So if you guys are listening, make sure you check out at might be brews on twitter and instagram and uh, kind of follow us along as we're trying all these different things out get to any uh good food places up there yeah i did i did i um i posted that also i went to um to dinosaur barbecue oh, the food was fantastic 
I got really lucky. The group that I was with rented the top floor, had open bar. So I was drinking some um, uh, Bell's Two-Hearted. There you go. Can't go wrong. I mean, that's on tap most places. And that 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 brisket is just. Oh, it's amazing. Amazing. I did have a uh, daily double IPA from Artisanal Brew Works, which was out of New York also. Uh, another really cool can. Got a little hipster oh, yeah, dude yeah, yeah, yeah. with a hot beard and glasses like you would expect a uh, craft beer dude to look like. But um, but that was recommended by them. I finished my flight and they're like, what do you want to try? We've got this. We've got that. And I'm like, I've had that. I've had that. And they were like, well, this one's real popular. So I tried it. It was good. It was real good. Awesome. Should we get into this uh, Storm King a yes, little bit here? Storm King Stout from Victory. Victory in Downingtown, obviously. Um, Parksburg also. This is 9.1%. Get a little taste of that bad boy. Yeah. So on the bottle, it says a thundering hot presence collides with massive espresso and dark chocolate notes and this robust, full bodied imperial stout. Robust. Robust. This is. Oh, I didn't know you didn't have any. It does have a little bit more bitterness than some of the stouts that are out there now, um, where they're really trying to get sweetness into the stout. This has that little bitter bitterness to it. Oh, that, that does have a lot of bite to it. See that that I feel like has a lot more a lot more full flavoredness to it. Mm-hmm. That start strong and end strong. Oh my god. There's a face right there. Ah. <laughs> <clears throat> this one's way more rugged than the other one. It's definitely coming at you. You know you're drinking it. Very robust indeed, Victory. So they just turned this seat to seasonal, right? They did. I feel like how, was that what a couple season? years ago? This season? Seasonal. Maybe two years ago. Yeah, like they'll release it in the fall, I guess. Okay. Because I feel like when I started getting into craft beer and then started doing stouts and all that, that it wasn't readily available when when, when I was looking for it. Right. And I think I just kind of went off the deep end, man. I was I was immediately into barrel this, bourbon that, whatever, just trying all these heavy hitters and and uh, and chasing bottles and whatever, and was kind of ignoring what was right in my backyard. But it's it's definitely an OG stout. You know, yeah. this you can, you can definitely taste the espresso. You can definitely taste the espresso. Yeah, for sure. It's um, super bitter, but it's it's actually pretty good. Now, I should I guess I should let it be known that the more of these I drink, the better they all taste. So eventually, I am a beer <laughs> a beer lover. Of some <laughs> eventually, sort of, the more keep, you drink, keep yeah. throwing yeah. them down <laughs> the skull. <laughs> <laughs> No, seven or seven would, or nine beers in. You know, I'd I'd be able to tolerate this. Obviously, they don't they don't probably serve you this in a tall glass, right? You know, you just get like a little glass, like what I've got At here. Nine percent. I don't know, man. It's been a while since I've been to. Um, I I love when I go to Victory when when you order a regular beer. If it's not something they're gonna serve you in a snifter, they give you the most rugged. What do you call those glasses that have the little uh, thing at the end? Call them like a, I don't know if it's like an ale pint or, yeah, or whatever yeah, the, you call uh, it. English pint with the. Uh, yeah, with mm. the little lip at the end. Um, I love their glasses. They're just so heavy. I actually bought one because like you feel like you could push it off the bar and, it's and maybe bounce. the beer spills, but the, <laughs> the glass is just going to bounce. Speaking of victory, they've got a uh, dark Wednesday coming up. So hopefully. Well, I we might have received some confirmation. Really? There might be some. Uh... So, so the day before um, Thanksgiving, yep. they call Dark Wednesday, and they always release their Java cask, which I'll say, so far in my beer experience, which isn't that big, um, 
That's probably my favorite stout. It's a great beer. Love it's a Java great Cask. Beer. And it doesn't get the recognition that I think it should because you can go buy it. Yeah. I mean, Dark Wednesday's cool, but I, I, I got kind of upset because I, I rushed out and I bought like a case of it. And, and then they sold out that same day and I was excited. Like they sold out of Downingtown. I, I ran to the Parksburg that night to get it. And then um, like a week later, it was in like every Wegmans. Yeah, it was in Wegmans. Yeah. So what are you going to do? I mean, I guess that's good for them. They've got a good sales tactic. I love the beer and I love the experience of Dark Wednesday. It's They've a- got the variants on tap and stuff that's that's never even bottled. They've got a cask of, you know, Java cask, vanilla, cocoa nibs, whatever, something crazy. It's definitely a little easier. I always go to Parksburg. Okay. There's not as many people at Parksburg. Yeah. Um, and we go in, we get our bottles, take them out to the car, and we come in, get a little breakfast, hang out with the boys a little bit. Uh, I always do Thanksgiving at my house. So that Wednesday, I'm always off anyway. Right. Wednesday afternoon night is cooking, cleaning, getting the house ready for Thanksgiving. Yeah. But that Wednesday, we get our get our Java cask in. So what they're doing this year um, is a bourbon barrel aged blonde coffee scat. Blonde Coffee Stout, Java Cast Gold. So they're, really? going, they're doing a stout, but it'll be golden, blonde. I don't know how I feel about that. I, well, we're going to have to try it. We're going to find out. But, man, I just love the the dark, you know, there's that creamy coffee, chocolatey thing. It's I, I just absolutely love it. And I'm worried, like, I mean, now, look, if you're talking brownies, I love blondies. Yeah. So I'm kind of hoping that it's going to be that kind of comparison. It's going to just be like a a lighter colored, delicious version of it. I want to say, was it was it Stone that did a golden stout, and it just really messes with you. You when you look at it, you're thinking, "I'm getting this golden ale," and then you drink it, and you're tasting stout. I don't know. I don't know if I ever had that. I don't. I feel like it was a while ago that it came out. But. Yeah. No, I'm not sure. And then the other rumor, I don't know if it's confirmed yet. Uh, some people were digging around whenever new beers come out, they have to submit labels and artwork to the PA liquor board and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Somebody found a picture of a maple Java cask. Well, that's interesting. Cause that's kind of like a CBS, CBS. version mm-hmm. of, of a uh, Java cask. That's interesting. Which I think that, that, that to me hits right up my alley. Yeah. Yeah. I like those beers a lot. You throw maple in, you throw vanilla in a stout. I'm going to buy it. Yeah. Absolutely. You've got a you've got a buyer from me. You know what's crazy? I, I work in Philadelphia sometimes and I'm down in the city and CBS and KBS were released and I couldn't get a hold of it, but I called just randomly this little hood beer store down in Philly and he had it. And the dude overcharged the shit out of me. I swear to God it was like thirty two dollars a bottle. Ouch. It was so bad. When I think Wegmans had it for maybe like 25 or 26. Yeah, it was definitely below 30. Definitely got robbed on that. But I was like, you know, yeah. I wanted to get it this year and I didn't get a chance to grab it from any of the regular places. So maybe it was worth it. But what are you going to do? There are some more smaller beer distributors in the area that are getting this stuff that normally wouldn't have it. Um, Joe Burns in Downingtown, you wouldn't think of as a craft beer mecca, but they had CBS. Really? Uh, Thorndale Beverage. Have you been to Thorndale Beverage? Yeah. They I had well. the most recent Heady Topper Focal Banger no shit. release. I, it was, I, I was shocked. I've never seen those kind of beers down there, but I think that's a testament to 
the craft beer world spreading its wings and and being more of the beer that people are drinking yeah. not just the miller lights the bud lights it's it's going out everywhere i'd look i'd like to look up the statistic but you know i, I think i read somewhere recently that the percentages obviously of the type of beer that's being consumed versus where it was always like the major three or four beers mm-hmm. has really shifted and there's a lot more people that are going after the craft beers it's and i think a lot of the younger people are this is what they're starting with they're not starting with the Miller Lights and Bud Lights. They're starting with Sculpins and, and, and the IPAs, and they're they're coming up in this sound really cheesy golden age of craft beer right now. Yeah, no, I hear you. How about the Harpoon Dunkin' Donuts beer? Have you have you gotten a hold of that yet? I haven't had it yet. I saw it at Wegmans, and I never I didn't pull the trigger on it. I'm interested. I'm not. I'm not excited. I feel like it's one of those things where like. There, it was like when Budweiser was like putting out Budweiser aged in Jim Beam. It was just like two, you know, colossal entities in the business yeah. come together and, and think they're going to do something. Maybe it's delicious. I could be talking out of my ass, but but I feel like that's kind of the Harpoon Dunkin' Donuts thing. So would would you have thought of it different if Harpoon just put out a coffee porter and didn't say Dunkin' Donuts coffee porter? Maybe, but I, I probably would. I might have completely would. overlooked it, honestly. Yeah. I might have overlooked it and that now that it has the Dunkin Donuts logo on it, maybe I am like, well, I'm going to have to go buy one to try it because it's I I think it sounds a little weird and a stretch for marketing and things like that. But I got to I got to know. I got to know for myself. I thought about getting it for Halloween uh, for last night. Um, Our neighborhood is a big neighbor, a big trick or treat destination. And it's the parents always have the beer and I'm always having my beer. I went with a six pack of Celebration Ale, Sierra Nevada. Yeah, nice. And uh, I thought about going with it, the uh, the Dunkin' Donuts, but I just didn't pull the trigger. I went with the OG Celebration. Did you, nice. Were you home for trick or treat? Uh, we, we, we drove down the street. We drove uh, to my old neighborhood um, and did a little bit of trick or treating. But I um, actually didn't get any uh, any beers in last night. That's disappointing. Yeah, usually, you know what I usually do is, um, honestly, I I go away from beer because I I don't want my neighbors to see that I'm drinking usually. So I'll usually put um, like a uh, like a bourbon or a scotch in a coffee cup and just kind of sip on that a little bit, keep myself warm. But yesterday it was a little bit warmer. I was walking around with the kids a lot because usually I hand out candy. That's this year I didn't hand out because there was nobody on my street out. So really? we went to a na- another neighborhood and I actually took the kids out. I think I had a bag that had 175 pieces in it that we went through. Holy cow. And just opened our second bag. So I bet we had a little bit below 200 trick-or-treaters. Nice. Wow. Yeah. And we're we're right on the cul-de-sac and people were just parked all around the cul-de-sac, double parked, just boats of kids just jumping out of these cars. And I don't mind it as long as the kids are polite. I don't care. Come on over. I'll give you a piece of candy. Don't matter to me. Pretty awesome. What What would you rate the Storm King, John? Your first time trying it. You know, I like it better than the Only Void. And I don't know if it's just my palate today, but it's not blowing my mind. There's a lot more flavor going on. It's um, I think it's a bit more balanced, but... I still feel like it's just lacking a little something for me personally. I don't know if I'm looking for a little sweetness in there, 
some more chocolate or maybe um you know maybe maybe just something like that sweetness that can come out of like a uh a bourbon you know I, i'm not really sure but but i like it but i don't know man i'm probably gonna go like high fives man the, the russian judge yeah man i like it a little bit more than the the only void so i'll give it like a seven five eight Maybe it's my sentimentalness talking, just having it for for a couple years. Yeah, I, man. I like this one more than the first one, which I gave a four. So I'd go five on it. No disrespect, man. I'm a big fan of a lot of Tired Hands beers. I really do. And and Victory, the same thing, man. Um, you know the local the local brewery had a lot of um, even their one offs. I love going there and just trying, you know. D-Town IPA number nine or whatever it is. I think it was was number 10, the New England IPA. Did you have that one? That was I'm not really sure. Good. There was just at Fall Fest. Did you go to Fall Fest in I downtown? I did not go to Fall Fest. They had one of their very, one of their one-off IPA beers there, and it was so effing good, and I really wish I was paying attention and uh, knew what beer it was. They also have their new Cloud Walker, which is their new New England IPA, and... Um, I wish they would have put that out in the Tank to Table series. I agree. I haven't had that yet. I, I've heard good things about it. But um, the Tank to Table, man, I went after the first three of them. I, I might have made it through like four or five. Yeah. The Pilsner. Did you have the Pilsner? I don't think so. The Pilsner was really good. That's their sweet spot. That's Victory's oh, yeah. bread and butter. Pilsner's, German lagers. Yeah. And that was a really good beer. But the rest of them were underwhelming. Yeah. I, I completely agree with that, but I don't know. They 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 always put out good beers. Uh, I you know I love the uh, the regulars. The um, what's the uh, Hop Devil? Hop Devil's a solid beer. We were talking Hot about up when they came back out with that. Yeah, That's good. yeah, we were talking about pale ales. Headwaters. Headwaters. Is Headwaters great. is a fabulous pale ale. Yeah, but uh, Prima Pills is the other one. It's just world class Pilsner. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be there on Sunday, so I'll hopefully I'll, I'll get a couple in. Nice. Very cool. Since it's uh, Stout Day, what 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 would you say is like your number one go-to stout? Or do you have one? Either one of you or both? Well, it's hard to say go-to because I can't just drink a, a $20 bottle of uh, Java cask every time that I want a Java cask. Sure. But that's probably my favorite. If I had to give a go-to... I still haven't found a go-to. I just bought a four-pack of breakfast stout. That's a, that's a good stout. And I just think, like, if I'm in the mood for one, I want to have um, I want to have that available for you know, like maybe an early afternoon or you know, whatever it is, a, a cool evening by the fireplace. I'm gonna crack one of those. We talked about one of mine earlier. It's Sam Smith's Oatmeal Stout. I, I I don't think there's another beer that represents its style as well as that one. When I think of oatmeal stout, that's the first and last oatmeal stout that I think of. I don't think I've ever had one of those. You got to get it. And it's you can walk into Wegmans right now, and there's plenty of them on the shelf. Okay. It's not something you got to search out. Uh, Expedition stout is a is a great heavy stout for me. I like to let it sit 12 months, 16 months. It takes the little bit of alcohol heat off the top of it. Yeah. And it just develops into this just well-rounded roasty warm blanket that just comes over you and i just love it after it sits in my basement for a little while i'll buy a six pack probably sometime soon and just throw it in the back of the cellar and 
hopefully I'll let it last till next year. Yeah. Sometimes it's tough. Um, but I just, you're so rewarded when you get that, that year aged beer that. Oh yeah. Just comes out great. How about ale Smith speedway stouts? I don't think I've ever had that one. Really? So that, that's one of those ones that they always have variants of. Mm-hmm. I know I've had a couple over the years, but I, I guess nothing that really blew me away. But I forget where I saw it. I want to say there's an event coming up where somebody's going to tap it, but it's um, Ale Smith Speedway Stout Jamaican Blue Mountain Coffee variant. Oh, there you go. I love Blue Mountain Coffee, which I usually can't afford to, to get, but that got me really excited. That's one that I'll probably seek out and see if I can't grab a bottle of it. So I am not a coffee drinker. We've talked about this before. Yeah, right. <laughs> yep. I know it it's just blows people's mind. I don't mind them in beers. Like coffee beers, but coffee you just beers won't drink straight coffee. Straight coffee, I don't drink. But when we were in Jamaica for our honeymoon, I remember hearing the Blue Mountain coffee. You got to try this Blue Mountain coffee. And my wife loved it. I was like, oh, I'm glad you enjoy that coffee. Yeah, I had it in Jamaica. Fell in love with it. Um, you know, ordered it a couple times, but it's I don't know. It's something ridiculous per pound or whatever. It's not even worth it. Did you did you smuggle any home? Throw any in the? Uh, no, they let you buy it and, and bring it back. But I I think it was just I think I think I did bring some home with me. But then it was just like too expensive to keep buying on Amazon or whatever to get like good stuff. Yeah. But that's all right. So, hey, man, I don't know what you think, but I think that was a, a pretty good first episode. That's a good pilot. That's a good pilot. Great job, guys. Yeah. Hopefully everybody enjoyed it. Listen, if, if, if you're checking us out, if you're listening, please um, check us out on social media at might be brews. Um, shoot us a message. Slide in our DMs. There you, you go. Know, let us know. Um, let us know what you're thinking. Give us some feedback. Let, let us know some topics you'd like to hear us um, talk about or maybe some beers that you want to hear us try and review. We'd love to hear from you. We're definitely open to suggestions. We'll, we'll feel our way through this show. What's it going to become? Is it all going to be reviews? Are we going to get into deep topics we were talking about? Are there too many white men in brewing? Yeah, I just saw this this news article the other day. Is craft beer, is craft brewing too white and too male? Is that the, <laughs> uh, and us being white males all sitting around the table here, is that going to be too heavy a topic for us? Is that the stuff people want to hear about? You know, I'll it, gladly talk about it. Yeah, we'll be happy to talk about it. Let us know what you think. Give us some feedback. We'd really appreciate it. But most of all, I'm so happy you're here and, 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 and sharing this with us and, uh, and letting us talk at you. Yeah, check it out on mbnnetwork.com. There's a whole bunch of other shows on there as well. We're going to be doing this show every other week. Yeah, every other week. So today's uh, November 1st. Or 2nd. 2nd. Or 2nd. Yeah, Yeah, sorry. (laughs) We're recording on the 1st. You'll be checking this out on the 2nd. So hopefully we'll be coming back at you on the 16th and then again on the 30th of the month. So um, keep listening. Um, We really appreciate you being here. Check out the other shows at... um, might be news network or mbnnetwork.com they've got an awesome uh, might be sports might be news relatable radio novak and fran show um what's the interview show you're doing let's talk about it let's talk about it um so we got a lot of really really exciting stuff here but thanks again for listening thanks. and we really appreciate you being here have a good night see you guys next time <laughs>